everyone. Welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky. And I am Leah. And on this episode, we actually have brought in podcast contributor Heather. Welcome, Heather. Oh, ladies. Thanks for having me. Um, Well, thank you for agreeing to be in charge of our chaos this week. Anytime. Always happy to talk books with you ladies and keep you in line. It's my favorite thing. Um, We went with the person we know that had the biggest teacher voice, and that was Heather. (laughs) That's true. Because we're doing things a little different tonight. Okay, but before we get into that. Tell you all about that. Before we get into that. We make an announcement. We have an announcement, people. And if we had sound effects, we would have sound effects right now. We should have had, don't we have an applause button? We do. We also have a drum, but whatever, we didn't use them. Um, So before we get started in this episode, we want to make sure everyone knows that Summer Reading Challenge is coming. It is coming. It's coming. Um, So here's the gist. Leah and I went chaotic last summer. It was too much. I played 9,000 bingo cards. I was not doing that this year. So I don't we know w- what we were thinking. I think we might have been drunk when we came up with that. We might have. Might have been drinking. Um, it's so the tequila's fault. It's tequila, tequila and gin. Um, we wanted to make this year as easy and as basic, but as fun and engaging as possible without everyone hating us. Um, nobody hated us last year because they went a little... Mm. I don't think anybody hated... Well, Heather, you don't count. There were some friends. I don't think they hated us because of like the chaos that ensued because of it. Poor Lindsay like destroyed her whole summer so that she could read a very specific TBR for her optimal bingos. No, okay. So this is the thing. People went like insane with their strategy. It wasn't our fault. That they mm. went insane. Nine bingo cards says it might be our fault. Okay. A little bit. But anyway, so we are not, that is not happening this year. No. It is easy. We decided No need to, to strategize. We Very kept it basic. Simple. Basically, if you read a book from May 25th to August 31st, it counts as an entry. We don't care. Yeah. Any prompt you fill in our summer reading activity calendar counts Mm -hmm. as one entry so it's mug monday take a picture of your mug it is um book stack saturday and stacks can be done at your library they can be done at a bookstore they They can can be done you can just swipe you can just take a picture and swipe if you want if you want to do digital like canva things and we can super easy um (laughs) if you read a book by one of our sponsoring authors mm-hmm. throughout the summer you do not have to read it the week they sponsor but if you read a book by one of our sponsoring authors or by one of our grand prize sponsoring authors that counts as two entries i can't see you you don't have two to entries two. people i know i'm doing twos and nobody can listen so sponsoring authors for the event can be found on our website and will be featured each week on our episode on our sunday episodes we will announce what authors are sponsoring this week. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can also follow us on all the social media and we will have pictures every day reminding you what you need to do that day to get an entry. It's really not hard. You basically just need to read a book. 
Um, but we did want to talk about our grand prize a little bit because it's first of all, really, uh, amazing this year. It I'm is fucking super amazing jealous. this year. I'm so jealous. So jealous. Um, so grand prize is a book cart, the smallish, mm-hmm. you know, $40 book cart filled with books with some of our favorite authors. And when we say filled with books from some of our favorite authors, we are talking multiple books from these authors. Mm -hmm. You aren't just going to get one signed paperback. All of these authors offered up series. One of of the authors, I'm not going to tell you who, she is giving a signed paperback of every first in her series. And I think she has six series. Yeah. And, um, another author who had, that I adore and I love has offered up every book that is currently out in, at, in September 1st in her series. Mm-hmm. Um, two authors have done that actually. And two that I talk about all the time. Uh-huh. Um, and then some bigger authors have offered up like all of their releases of 2022, mm-hmm. uh, into our book cart so you might not get all your books right away they might be willing be wanting to send you one in december in after the fact so So how cool is this some amazing amazing giveaway options this year okay so tell everybody who our grand prize authors are because i want to give them lots of love okay so julie salmon molly mclean by Keeland, Kim Lorraine, Jiffy Kate, Riley Edwards, Samantha Lind, and Abby Millsaps are all part of the grand prize. That is not including any of just the sponsor authors. The other 34 authors that'll be are sending on the books. website. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And we'll feature those each week. Feature those mm-hmm. each week. And there are some really awesome giveaways there too. And again, so- Becky and I kind of hate all of you just a little bit because we don't get to take part. Well, I will tell you, like Erin LaRosa, she is a brand new author. She has a mm-hmm. new book coming out from HQN, and it is a baking themed, bakery themed book. Uh, it is called book. For Butter or Worse. Worse. Mm-hmm. She I has that title. baking swag like with the spatulas in oven mitts and towels that mm-hmm. is going to be with a signed copy of her book. And that's one of our weekly giveaways. Mm hmm. That's just an example of some of the awesomeness that so these authors are putting out for, for okay. these drawings. Uh, <laughs> drawings for prizes will be held June 30th, July 31st, and August 31st. And grand prize will be drawn on September the 2nd. Mm-hmm. Um, members of the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon will have access to the prompts on May 13th. And then members of the cold brew or queen bee tier will receive a special summer reading challenge journal in the mail by, uh, well, they're not going to go out till, until May 16th, but, uh, before the, before, before the starts. event starts before the 25th, they will have journals in their hands. Fancy drink tier will have a digital download on the 16th, um, of the journal. So that's cool stuff. You can join us at Patreon at patreon.com slash bookcase and coffee. And make sure you have signed up for summer reading at bookcaseandcoffee.com slash summer reading 2022. And honestly, if you forget and you think about it like three weeks from now, that's okay too. Like there's yeah, you still, can like, sign up. You can sign up long. like you could sign up like the day before it ends. That's fine. Yeah. We yeah. 
we don't really mind. Okay. So back to our regular scheduled episode. Um, this is going to be so much fun. Welcome to episode 100 of Buzzing About Romance. It's 100 episodes. It's kind of crazy. I haven't been around for all 100 episodes, but I've been around for a lot of them. I only think you missed out on 25 episodes, maybe 30. It's a lot. It's so a lot of Becky like, and Leah. It is a lot of Becky and Leah. So we are bringing you something a little extra on this episode because you know why? We're a little extra. Just a little. Um, on this episode. Oh, but let me preface this and say we're doing it different because when we do episodes like this, oftentimes it is Becky against other people or me against other people. So we got the harebrained idea that Becky and I should go head to head this time. We did. So on this episode, Leah and I are battling head to head in a siblings best friend book boyfriend edition. Our moderator for this battle will be podcast contributor Heather. Um, so here is Heather with the rules and the outlines of the episode. And uh, she has some questions she's going to ask us about talking about siblings best friend and all that good stuff. Okay, Heather. You're in charge. All right. So ladies, I'm going to go for the rules first, and then we're going to talk like about like a little bit more of the outline. So the okay. rules are 10 books Rex total. So five books are Becky and five have Leah uh, and five will be just ones that they've read. So we will start with the five they both read. They will each have 90 seconds to tell us about the book after they tell us the title, the author, and the character name. And then I'll start the timer for 90 seconds. Once I call time, the ladies must stop. In the past, someone, <clears throat> Leah, Becky, I'm looking at you, Becky, Becky. Uh, would continue to talk. So the person that continues to talk after I call time will be awarded like a penalty of 20 seconds on your next book boyfriend. So, so wait, gonna... is it an additional 20 each time we talk over? So like, no, it's going to be down 20. to 10 seconds. I, don't make me do math. I'll be able then. to say like my book name oh and my, my book, like the authors and that's it. I'll get down to like the bare minimum. So I just want to clarify real quick. Leah and I each are going to give you a total of 10 titles that both of each. us each. Yeah, you'll eat. You'll ha you're going to end this episode with a total of 20 books. You're welcome. Perfect. Five of the books are ones that we're, we're battling out for. That we're battling out. Yeah. We made a pool of 18 books that both of us had read that were siblings' best friend. And we had to each pick five books from those 18. Mm -hmm. um, because honestly, we could have done this episode and not ever crossed books because Leah and I read very different authors. Mm -hmm. and and very different you know lines and subgenres and stuff so we wanted we to make sure overlap as well which is why we wanted to make sure we had that element so we picked our five that we're gonna duke it out for and then we have five that I know Becky hasn't read so yes they're just and that I know well I have five well, might have read them, read but them. they weren't on the list they weren't on the list yes Okay. So, thanks for clarifying. Okay, good. So um, everyone make sure, 
excuse me, make sure you have a piece of paper out so you can get your TBI list going because you know that's like the one thing that buzzing about romance does is we just grow the TBR, right? You're okay, welcome. so ladies, define what is sibling's best friend romance. So we're looking for romances that one of the main characters is connected to the other main character via a sibling. So yes, whether it, can, it be a brother, like the best friend of the heroine's brother, or the best friend of the hero's brother, it doesn't really matter, but it could be connected through the brother or connected through the sister. Yeah. And there's little sisters, best, everybody calls this different things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. we hear brother's best friend, sister's best friend, little sister, or uh, brother's little sister. Um well, and it's, it all like, honestly, all of, it's just a sibling's best friend and the way you specify it is personal preference. Yeah. Perfect. Why so. do we like siblings, best friend romances so much? Me included. Huge, huge sucker for him. Um, so I totally crushed. I have an older brother who's six years older than I am. And I totally crushed on all of his friends, all of them. And it's actually a funny story because I have to tell the story because it is so funny. My one of my brother's best friends, his name is Larry. And for years, even after when I went to college and all that stuff, I would constantly tell my brother, I'm going to marry Larry. I'm going to marry Larry. And um, he was like, whatever, shut up. Because it really bugged him. It bugged him that I had such a crush on Larry. And then I think I, I might have been married at this point. But Larry got engaged to a girl named Becky. And I believe I was married at this point. And I totally, as soon as I found out, I went to my brother and I was like, told you he wanted to marry me, but he couldn't because I'm already married. So he had to marry a different Becky. That's really funny. That's so funny. Isn't that funny? Anyway. Why do you like it, Leah? I think it just adds a different dynamic to the story because sometimes you have the, the, the brother or the sister who is very against the relationship and it adds this angst and it adds a dynamic as to why that relationship they're against it but also like oh there's always every once in a while you'll come across a piner and I love a pining hero and like a best friend one like they're oftentimes the piners because it's like they've loved this person for years but they never wanted to ruin the friendship with the sibling so they they stayed away i think for me this is a more palatable version of friends to lovers Mm -hmm. because age can make a difference you might have noticed your sister's best friend you might have noticed her but she was 15 and you are off to college or, you know, mm-hmm. six years older than her. So you're off on your life. And yeah, you might've been attractive and you knew her, but it wasn't appropriate at that time. So years well, later. And you know, also sometimes you get that like unrequited where it's like the younger sibling had this mm-hmm. like crush on the older one, but there was such an age gap where it's like, they never like the, the older hero or heroine never saw the younger sibling as anything but the younger sibling. And then they meet again and it's like, they got really hot and attractive and I just can't wait to, to do that. So what is the reason we might not like the trope or what might we not love about the trope? So one of the things that bugs me in this trope 
is if the brother is re- or if the sibling, because mm-hmm. I have to say sibling, far. takes it to like the upset, takes mm-hmm. it too far, puts the rule down. You can never date my sister or you well, can never date my brother. And then is a total jackass. And we all know who I'm thinking about, about it. <laughs> Sorry, well, maybe Julie. Maybe not. Sorry, Julie. You'll get an email. <laughs> well, but also like, I think it depends too on what, like the one time, the times that I don't like it because of that is the reasoning behind it. Like if they have a valid reason as to why they don't want them to be together, like it makes a little bit of sense. Like, I mean, I don't want them to be complete jackasses because don't be a jackhole. Like nobody needs that. But like, if you have a valid like reason and understanding, like you don't want your sibling to be with that person, like that's fine. But at the same time, like, I'm sure you've made dumbass decisions in your life. Like let them make this decision because yeah, I don't, you're not don't, part of that bed. Yeah. I don't love the whole, like you're forbidden. You can't, you're not allowed mm-hmm. to like when a brother says that and like, I'm oh, sorry, but I might like the, you know, the hair, the heroine is her own person. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. why do you get to be the boss of her? Yeah. Good luck with that. I okay. have on, on my list. I can, I can give, I'll talk about it. I have a few. Um, we're going to do the coin toss and I'm going to let Becky go only because it's alphabetical order. So she gets to choose if she's heads <laughs> or tail and it's alphabetical. That's my elementary teacher coming out on me. So my heads, I call heads. Age, bef- age before beauty. Nice. Oh, you're so you like that? It is tails. Oh, it is tails. Yeah, it's okay. So I go first. It's okay. Leah's going first. Cool. All right. I, Leah, Tell me when the, okay, you so. have 90 seconds after you say the title, <clears throat> the author, and the character's name. Okay. So my first pick from our joint list is When the Time is Right by Mo Maybe and Ali Martinez is uh, Hudson and Alexis. I, I'm surprised that you're not a little bit more bitter about this. And I told it is, you. I went, I thought outside the box, but it is best friend's little sister. Like Alexis is the younger sister of Hudson's best friend. <clears throat> and honestly, like her brother, who I cannot think of his name off the top of my head. Cam. <laughs> yeah. Cam. He, he is, he has reservations, but he is also 100% for this relationship the reservations on his part is the fact that like Alexis, like in the prologue of this book, Becky and I talked about it in the quick shot that we did, but in the prologue of this book, like Alexis loses her fiance. And so she has some emotional like baggage because of that. And so like his, like the brother's big hang up is the fact that like, he's not sure if like she's emotionally ready for that relationship. Hudson is one of the best heroes I like ever written. Like, Mo and Allie, like this book is just amazing and wonderful and everybody should just read it. He's a single dad who is just, he is there for everybody. And just, I can't even say enough about this book and these characters and how amazing and wonderful they are. Just go listen to the quick shot and you can listen to Becky and I just rave about it. Okay. Perfect. You actually were under time. Nice job, Leah. That, Leah. 
All right, All Becky, right. your first pick is up. Okay, so I went to grab this one before my um, friend does. <laughs> uh First on my list, these are in no particular order as in love, but first on my list, Falling Embers by Catherine Cowles. Damn it. Um, this is about Hadley and Calder. It is best friend's little sister, friends to lovers, marriage at convenience, close proximity, um, or not marriage of convenience. Sorry, my paper got messed up. Sheet. No marriage of convenience. Not marriage of convenience. Brothers, or best friends, friends to lovers, single dad, second chance, co-workers. The brother in this book warns Calder to tread carefully, but he is in favor of them being in each other's lives and being together. Um, this does not read as a typical sibling's best friends because of the trauma of the past that has brought them together. Um, there's a deeper faded connection between these two. And it is as if their souls are from the same fabric. There's just such a beauty in this story. And um, Catherine Cowles is a newer to me author. I only picked her up in the last year and I am obsessed. This is how obsessed I am. Her books are slow burns. And you all know how I feel Every about Every single slippers. one of them is a slow burn. Um, but Calder and Hadley together, they give each other wings and they give each other permission to be who they want to be and who they need to be. And some traumatic things have happened and Calder actually tries to take away Hadley's wings. Uh, and time. Sorry. Fallen Embers from Catherine Cowell. Just read it. It's so good. Such a and that entire series is really good. I'm just gonna say, Catherine Cowles covers. I feel like Gorgeous. their art. They are they are so beautiful. So beautiful. Gorgeous. So beautiful. Thousand percent agree. Thousand percent. All right, Leah, your choice number two. Okay, my choice number two is Until Fools Find Gold. It is Providence Gold series book one by Mary B. Moore. Um, it is best friend's brother. The like, so it is Luna and Noah. Luna is best friends with Noah's brother Levi. So Levi, this is age gap, kind of second chance, um, small town. It's suspense rom com mixed. I know it sounds crazy, but Mary B. Moore is like, like she is one of my ultimate one-click authors. I rave about her books. I love them. She said like her books always have something ridiculous in them and I just could never put them down. Um, but so it's the age gap, Leva or Noah and Luna are four years apart, I think. And so when she turns 17, like she disappears and before that though her brother Levi basically like told Noah and like her the other brothers like they were not allowed to touch her like she was off limits but it is because they were older and he had an issue with the fact that like they were all older and he did not want them to like hurt her at that point because she's she was sensitive she was they say she's fragile but she's not she's actually very strong because of some like 
shit situations like her father has put her into, but they have this intense connection and she has always loved him. And he has, once she hit like an appropriate age where he didn't feel pervy, like he started to develop feelings for her. Okay. But I'm <clears throat> that sounds really good. It's it is really good. Highly recommend. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's Kindle Unlimited too. So yeah. All right. Um, um Becky, uh, is this choice three? I'm choice two care. for me. This is choice oh, two choice for two. me. Sorry. Choice okay. two for I'm terrible at this job. You should fire me or give me a pay cut. <laughs> Half of nothing is still nothing. Ask your husband, he's a math teacher. Yeah, right. It's true. Okay. Um, uh, second choice, Becky. To Love Jason Thorne by Ella Mays. This is the, okay, so this is Olive and Jason's story. Uh, brother's best friend, Hollywood normative romance, childhood crush, brother is pissed, and punches Jason so in the face. So pissed. So mad. Um, this is the ultimate siblings, best friend romance. Um, it is also, I love Jason Thorne. He's mine. I licked him. Leah, you can never have him. No, he's one. I, you will throw down for Jason. Thorne. I will. Yeah. I'll beat the shit out of somebody for this guy. He's mine. (laughs) Um, I think it's because of the childhood crush aspect of this story. Um, And them meeting again years later outside of where their original connection happens, it just solidifies for me just how strong their connection truly is. Jason kind of disappears at the age of 14 or 15 and moves to Los Angeles with his dad, leaving their small town in Northern California. Um, And they reconnect when Jason is set to star in a... um, movie that is based on a novel that olive wrote and their re-meet cute is so hilarious she reintroduces herself to him because she's afraid that he won't know who she is and there's just so many moments in this book that are just so good and it is a delightful audiobook sebastian york reads this audiobook um so it is delightful. I highly recommend it. So to love Jason Thorne by Ella Mays. You have me. And I don't know how many times you can recommend that book. I think everyone all the time. Put on their well, it was February Storm Book Club. Did you not? Re- no, you weren't at February, were you? You were on vacation. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, she was sunning herself in Florida. Uh, I'm not sorry about it, you guys. <laughs> don't be sorry. Um, Book, this is your third choice, right, Leah? Okay. It is my third choice. I'm going to get okay. myself a post-it note. Third <laughs> choice for Leah. Okay, my third choice is Moonshine Kiss. It is Bootleg Springs, book three, um, by Lucy Score and Claire Kingsley. It is their joint series. It is Best Friend's Brother, Age Gap, Overarching Storyline of the Interconnected Series, um friends to lovers and it is Cassidy and Bowie so these two have had feeling these two have like pined over each other for years and years and years like they have both had feelings for each other but there is a moment and it's an older book so I'm totally spoiling it but there is a moment when they are younger when Cassidy's dad tells Bowie like he needs to back off like she's not ready and the dumbass 
like takes it to heart and just waits and waits and waits. But one thing I really do like about this story is Cassidy has been in love with Bowie forever, but she does not, and she pines for him, but she does not wait for him. Like she is not a virgin when they get together. And that is one thing I enjoy about this story is like, she still goes out and dates. Like she does her thing. Like she dates trash people, like who are not good for her because like she knows that it's never going to go Don't they live in a duplex together too? They live in a duplex. They share a wall. Because in like their first moment, like she, there's like a bat in like, that's honestly one of my favorite scenes is after that, when she calls Charlotte, she's like, I think I had sex with Bowie, but I'm not sure because it's like the tip goes in and that's about it. <laughs> Cause like stuff I'm, happens. I'm, it's okay. such a good book. I have one on the list too. But let me tell, but let me tell you. I think it's the next book when they get married. Like there is a moment where you just like, oh my God, like these two are like destined to be together. They are destined. All right, Becky, book three choice. Okay. If It's Only Love by Lexi Ryan. This is book six in the Mm -hmm. Boys of Jackson Harbor series. Easton and Connor, this is Easton Connor and Shayla Jackson's book. Um, It's a brother's best friend. He is a retired NFL player, second chance, single dad, small town romance, and there is a pregnancy storyline. He pines. And he's a piner. Like, so so many pine trees. Everywhere are pine trees. trees. Uh, Childhood crush. And her brothers reluctantly accept, uh, but they do... Shayla and Easton do sneak around at Shayla's insistence. She is not comfortable being out because they live in this small town. Um, and also because he, he did her dirty a couple he times. He did her dirty. Five brothers is more than any girl should have. Um, plus it's small town. So this story has so many layers to it. And Easton wins. He wins this award simply because of his acceptance of her. But he does screw up a lot. He makes some sad mistakes and he has a trash ex-wife. But he is a devoted dad. And the way that he accepts Shayla is a real bodied heroine who has some body dysmorphia. And he loves her and accepts her as she is. And also some choices she has made in her life that lead to the pregnancy storyline that... um, his love and acceptance of her and those decisions that they make together is beautiful. I want to say that Lexi Ryan writes a real bodied heroine, like nobody's business. Like the the woman writes them so well. She writes all bodied heroines too. Like she she has a couple of like girls that are very thin and slight and, we still need to do an episode on that. At but I'm saying times. like every once in a while, you'll come across a real bodied heroine where like you're really ex- like excited for it and it falls flat. And I've never felt that way when Lexi nope. Ryan is putting a real bodied heroine on nope. the page. Okay. What's your next pick? Leah. Uh, Leah fourth okay. pick. My fourth pick is Dr. Mistake by Miss Julie Salmon. And it is best friend's brother. Um, 
Grace and Carter are the hero and the heroine, and Grace is best friends with Oliver, which I have a trend here apparently where it is the the opposite. The opposite best friend. But okay, so Oliver has very mixed feelings about this whole situation. He he does like come on board by the end of the book. But so Grace at the beginning of the book has a trash fiance who is terrible and carter actually has kind of pined over grace for a lot of years but she like they're they have a few years between them so it's age gap they work together um she's been involved with this stupid fiance for years but he he pines a little bit for her and and that's also apparently a trend for me (laughs) but these two like they're Carter is so protective of Grace, but he does not run over her. And he doesn't, he allows her to like make her way and like forge her path. And he stands beside her, but he does not hesitate in wanting to throw down for her if he needs to. Like he is so protective of her, even like with Oliver, like like when Oliver is having his moments like of confusion and frustration with this situation, like Carter does not put up with that shit. I gave you that one just so we know. Oh my. Because you told me I could only use the author once in my list. I did tell you that. So you know I gave why? you that one. Because you would have taken both Lexi's and both Julie's. True. True story. That had been my whole list. I believe <laughs> I have reels out there that are like the Lexi Ryan and Julie Salmon editions. Yeah. <laughs> I so think they I might had... have restraining orders against you. <laughs> it's very possible. No, they don't. They like us too much. But no, I had to do that because if not, you would have like you would have taken both. I'm just letting you know. Just letting you know, I gave you that one. That was my nice freebie for you. All right, Becky, are you ready with your Well, I gave pick? you Jason, so. Yes, I'm ready for my next one. Perfect. When okay. you're ready, go. Making His Play by Mary Carr. This is a story of Alex and Charlotte, or otherwise known as Charlie. This is sister's best friend, childhood neighbors, childhood crush, Um, This is a novella hockey romance, fake wedding date, Vegas wedding, and the sister sets them up Mm, in this book. Love it. So Um, hard. Alex is actually, he, so in the beginning, he's like begrudgingly agrees to be Charlie's date at this uh, mutual friend's wedding in Vegas that they're going to because Charlie's ex is there with the girl he's been cheating on her with. And so Alex is so protective and so careful with Charlotte and that they um, are just fantastic together. And Alex actually does something to make Charlie's dreams come true in this story. She part of the breakup problem with her ex was she never wanted a big wedding. She always wanted to get married in Vegas and elope and just quiet. And she really thought that her ex was going to ask her to marry him and that they would get married the same weekend. They'd run off after the reception and get married uh, in Vegas while they were there for this, this friend's wedding. And when Alex hears this story, he steps up for her 
and marries her in Vegas. And then Charlie ghosts him I'm... and is like, damn it. Just read Making His Play by Mary Carr. Re- well, in, let me just say this about that. It's a novella, but she jams so much good into that novella. So much in the book. So it's, good. It's so good. I was going to say, that does not, I mean, just so you describe, that feels like a falling, not a. It's not. It's a novella. It's not. It's a novella and it is sexy and they it's, go back to the is, hometown. I believe and come, it's KU. It is KU. It is. Oh. So. All right. Anyway. So Leah's got her fifth pick. Okay, Leah. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So my fifth pick is Stone. Pittsburgh Titans book two. I gave you this one too. Oh, shut up. By Sawyer Bennett. Um, It is brother's best friend. The hero is Stone. The heroine is Harlow. So Stone's brother, who is Harlow's best friend, was one of the original Titans that, that died in the plane crash. And that is actually the, one of the defining reasons that these two meet. So Harlow is the executor of all of, I don't remember his name. Brooks. 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 All of Brooks. Thank you, Heather. Mm-hmm. All of Brooks's estate, like, because they are like honest, like true best friends in every sense of the word. In Stone, they do not have the best meeting because he is a very angry person and has a lot of frustration in a lot of hurt and a lot of animosity towards Brooks in general. And so you don't get the dynamic of the brother's relationship, like his feelings on the relationship. But at the same time, like, you know, he has a part in it because he set it up the way he did. So like he brought these two together in his death, but they they, they clash a lot because there's a lot of secrets in this story. And I, Sawyer does an amazing job trickling like little snippets of. Oh my gosh. I really wanted to actually give you more because I could talk about this book for hours. (laughs) We feel you. We feel you. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't. Okay. Okay. Gosh, now what to pick? What to pick? What to pick? Um, okay, I got it. So my fifth book is The Wedding Date Disaster by Avery Flynn. Uh, this is Hadley and Will's story. This is such a fun rom-com comedy of errors romance. Uh Hadley's sister is getting married. Will goes in his brother's place because he is trying to prove to himself that Hadley is trying to use Webb, his brother, um, for his money. And Webb and Will are twin brothers. And so this is twin brother's best friend. They are total enemies to lovers. And it takes place at a wedding. Um, And Webb totally set them up. Webb knew that forcing them to be together was going to cause all sorts of havoc. And Avery claims that she doesn't write an alpha hole, but Will is an alpha hole. He's He's not even alpha hole. He's just an asshole. He's a jerk in this book. And there's such a great cast of characters in this story with the grandpa 
and the mom and the family games and all this chaos. So um, highly recommend The Wedding Date Disaster by Avery Flynn. Mm-hmm. Before we go to our next five, though, I want to give a special shout out. This was my pick six. Um, Against the Boards by Danica Flynn. Mm-hmm. This is Roxy and Benny's story. It is best friend's brother. They are roommates for the summer, so close proximity. There is queer rep. Roxy is bisexual. It's a hockey romance, and the brother freaks the fuck out oh, yeah. <laughs> on that it's romance. Mm-hmm. Um, it was part of our mutual list, and it was my backup pick <laughs> for this and so i wanted to make sure that we give a special shout out to against the boards by danica flynn and i would like everyone to notice i called him benny by the right name you heard i did not tonight that's why call him manny andy manny (laughs) okay so now are we you we're still continuing the same way we're just still taking turns these are just our individual picks yeah all right. How many do you get, Leah, this time around? Five. Five, and then Becky gets another five. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So, are we ready? Can I'm I ready. On? Okay. So mm-hmm. my, and these are in no particular order. So my num like first pick is it's a new release. It is Reason to Believe by Rebecca Yaros. It is Brother's Best Friend. It is Knox and Harper, her brother. Right, Ryder, Riker. I, I'm not good on the the siblings' names tonight for some reason. He is no, so much no. Like he is very against this. And as the story plays out, like you under, you can understand the thought process behind the fact that he is so against it, but you still want to dick punch him super hard because honestly, like as you're reading this book, anybody who is in the same like room as Knox and Harper can see how much that these two are like destined to be together. It's age gap. I totally like they're total soulmates, firefighter romance. And that plays into a lot of the reasons that he is on the no list so Knox and their best friend Bash so there's three friends and they have created this list Riker is his name where they're allowed to put one person on the list and that person is not allowed to be touched by any of them and there's a moment in chapter one between Knox and Harper and that is when Riker puts him on the list, but that it just, it is such a good book and Knox, he's a damaged character and Harper is wonderful and loving. And she takes these two little boys in to take care of them. Time. It's such Ooh, a good book. Everybody so should read it. Okay. Yaros, she's so good. I had, I had the worst book hangover after I read it. Okay. All right, Becky, what do you got for so- us? I want to say that preface this, this is why I gave Leah stone is because I had to have this book on my list. Okay. Okay? And if Heather was in this list, we'd be going back and forth for this (gasps) one. Oh, because I haven't read this one yet. She hasn't read this one yet. See, I told you I went strategy. I picked books by the authors I knew you hadn't read. (laughs) Okay. Heather's like hot under the collar for this one. 
gosh. So I can't wait. Pick one. Dax by Sawyer oh. Bennett. This is Dax Monahan and Reagan Regan Miles. Um, this is Best Friend's Little Sister. Friends to Lovers, Marriage at Convenience, Close Proximity, Hockey Romance. Brother has died unexpectedly, creating some issues, and Reagan needs help. And Dax, he comes in, and he gives her the help, and he's just oh. such a good guy. And gosh, he's so swoony, and I love him. Dax is a caretaker, and you wouldn't expect that from this big, growly hockey player, but he is such a caregiver. He also feels like he owes it to his friend to help out Reagan, but it's done in such a way that he's not with her out of guilt. He's with her to care for her, and he truly is a hero that cares. And Reagan is just... She doesn't want to just take help. She wants to give too, but she's in such a tough place because of her illness and because of the meds that she needs. She has no other choices, but she has always loved Dax from afar. She pines for him and has been for years. Anyway, this story is so beautiful. So if you've not read the Arizona vengeance, if you have not read Dax by Sawyer Bennett, do it, do it now, read them all. I'm telling you, please don't make me yell about this anymore. Uh, yeah, you you can like machete that series. You can if machete you that series if you must. It stresses me out, but it is possible. And I believe that they are in Hoopla, or they I know that they're in like my library. They should mm -hmm. be very accessible. <clears throat> so, anyway. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, back on track. I'm still like dreaming of Dax because <laughs> he's he just so swoony. Okay, so Leah, swoony. your okay, my. Uh, Seven My pick. second pick is Crazy Beautiful by Jessica Prince. It is Best Friend's Brother, um, Willow and Jace. It's Marriage of Convenience, Age Gap. So Jace has determined that he is never going to fall in love, never going to be in a relationship, but he is the head of his family's company and they feel that he needs to be more of a family figure. He, he's not like a huge playboy, but like he is, but he isn't at the same time. It's one of those situations where he just, he's like a serial monogamist, but it never goes farther than like a couple months. Um, Cause once they start having feelings, he's done because he has his, their, like the parents relationship is crap and like, they're not good people, but his sister, Farah, who is book one in this series. So this is book two in the redemption series and she is 100 like all for this relationship and like basically it's like you this is gonna work like you need to be with her and i just i love it but so willow she, she when she's this instant connection with him and she thinks that she, she wants to be the one to change his mind and like so she she's all in like she and he seems to be too, but then he still has that like back in his head. Like, this isn't going to work. Like, I'm not, I'm not meant for this. Like, I'm not capable of this. Like my parents are bad. Like don't have a good relationship. They treated us poorly. Like, I don't want to do that to somebody else. Like that's his mentality. Oh, time. Time. oh sorry. But Jessica, oh my God, Prince, what is happening? You should just read it. It's very, just very good. 
It's in case I was like writing it down. I like last. <laughs> we will have. We'll have it a, on the website, Heather. Our mm-hmm. on the shelf show notes. We will have the full list with uh, purchase links so that you can help support Heather's, the podcast by using Heather's our purchase like, links. I don't want to moderate ever again. Because my TBR is Her poor TBR is stressful. I don't know why either, but you're the easiest thing. I start a timer. I tell you to stop, but somehow it's stressing me out. So dumb. All right, Becky, are you ready with your second pick? I am. Um, I just need to preface this that I am saving the pick you all are waiting for until my last pick. The pick you're waiting for. We all know which one it is. It's fine. Okay. Do we though? We should. I think we do. We know which author I'm saving for last. Okay. Um, So pick two of just ones I have read. So my seventh overall is Make Me Yours by Melanie Harlow. This is Cole and Cheyenne's story. It is Best Friend's Little Sister. It's a single dad, neighbors. He's a first responder. He's the local police officer. Um, The brother approves, but comes with a very stern warning about them being together. This story um, starts off with an accidental sexting that leads to so much heat and chemistry between these two. And then there's also this sweet cheesy factor to the story because um, she's a kindergarten teacher and he's the single dad and he is a bit of a tragic hero. His wife died in childbirth. And so he is living with his mom, raising his school-aged child, and she lives next door with her mom. And there's this adorable Thanksgiving scene. And when Cole makes the decision to buy a house and remodel it, he actually remodels and makes some choices specifically with Cheyenne in mind, even though they're just dating. And when that happens, this story is just so beautiful. And it was actually my first Melanie Harlow read ever. And I loved it. It's book two in the Bellamy Creek series. So it can absolutely be read out of order because we all know I like to do that just to stress Leah out. So Make Me Yours by Melanie Harlow. Awesome. <clears throat> Leah, your third Eight. pick, but eighth overall. Okay, so my third pick is Hold Me Today by Maria Lewis. It is best friend's brother. So, and this is Mina and Nick. Mina is Nick's sister, Effie's best friend. They have been friends since they were little. Um, there's an age gap, fake relationship. Um, she has kind of pined over him, but he is Nick's a good guy like and she is the wild child but she she isn't really she's just been labeled that and her like your heart breaks for Mina because she has her storyline like they're just her parents are not nice people like they have not treated her well like there are some things that you learn in the story about why she has some issues and you just, your heart just breaks for her because she didn't have anybody stand up for her. She didn't have anybody who took 
went to bat for her and she was kind of just on her own. Like she has a younger brother and a younger sister, but they too, like they're just doing their own thing. And the family dynamic just, it's rough there, but she always had Effie and Nick and like his parents and they were always loving. And she, she's a, such a strong heroine in this story. It's really about her journey and her transformation from She's always been a confident person and she, in the sense where she, she's a hair. Damn it. Sorry. I talk about that book forever. It's so good. No, it's a favorite for you. Mm -hmm. And it has a gorgeous cover. Let me just say. All right. Leah or uh, Becky, your third pick eighth overall. So this pick is Swoon by Lauren Rowe. This is Colin and Amy's story. It's a best friend's little sister, wedding, close proximity, roommates, rock star. He's going to help her get an orgasm. So it's sex help. Um, I like these ones. Also, he has a... he has a couple of piercings that I had to look up. And I have a graphic for oh, that. those are the ones you had to look yes. up. Yes. Like so this that. is such a great, sexy read with so many moments of laughter. This is also the awakening to the realization that your soulmate was there in front of you forever. That there's no excuse, uh, no excuse and no time can actually truly break that connection. So Colin is a drummer for a very like international famous rock band called the 22 goats. And he is headed back to his hometown of Seattle, Washington for Amy's brother's wedding, where he is going to be a groomsman. And Amy is a bridesmaid. Amy actually Colin had gotten Amy a job the summer before as a, with his uh, Colin's record record label as a tour assistant. Um, She helped uh, the man. It was the assistant to the tour manager and um she's actually back home because that gig has is up and she's not sure what she wants to do next and i'm just telling you you guys like this is sexy and there's this whole thing with vibrators and piercings and when i tell you that like i read this book in november and i still cannot stop talking about it so anyway wow sounds good it is very good when you have to look up the piercings you know it's a good thing well and it's rockstar and i know that not everyone loves rockstar but it's not typical star so all right leah fourth pick ninth overall okay so my fourth pick um is breaker by harlow ray it is best friend's little sister um it is sutton and grady the brother he's, he's okay with it in the sense where, so Grady did not have the best family life and he has been a huge fixture in their like Sutton's family for years. Like he's been a huge part of their lives. Like, and the whole premise of the relationship with Sutton and Grady, like as they are growing up, is he tell they tell each other something happy tell me something happy and they have like these little moments where they they share these little tiny pieces of themselves like it's a a moment or a thought where they they just give so much to each other and there's an age gap but 
there's a moment where Sutton is getting ready to go to college and she does something. And I don't want to give this one away because it kind of, it kind of ruins like that whole like premise And Grady kind of, he freaks out a little bit. And so they, they lose touch and they don't see each other or really talk to each other for four years. But in these four years, like they don't move on from each other. Like nothing had happened before that. Like they've just been friends and like, but in these four years, like they don't have those happy, those tell me something happies anymore. And they've really kind of both lost a part of themselves, like as they've I'm- been apart. Okay. It's one of my favorite books by her. It's really good. Awesome. All right, Becky, your ninth book overall but third fourth pick so for this selection i went with the right secret by k.a lindy this is the story of patrick and morgan and they are absolutely perfect together he has this laid-back attitude and totally like good nature um and morgan uh morgan is the CEO and is incredibly high strung and type A personality. And um, he highlights her best qualities, but also brings her to life showing that there is more than just work. Like she is a total workaholic late at night and he pulls her out of the office. Uh, This is brother's best friend. Um, She has had a long time crush on Patrick. They are coworkers. She is the boss and he is her employee. They keep it a secret for a long time. Um, And the three older brothers, when they find out, are pissed. Pissed. And um, I just really like this story because it's kind of unexpected. You know, it's a billionaire, CEO, corporate kind of romance. She's the boss. And he is the project manager and she bosses him around and she's the workaholic. And he's the one that's saying, listen, there's more to the world than just your little office space. And I just, I really like the right series and I highly recommend the right secret by K.A. Lindy. Okay. Awesome. Sounds great. Leah. I know. And I'm trying I have two and I don't know which one to say. Oh, I might just say them both. (laughs) Okay. So my number five pick is going to be every promise you made by J E Parker. This is an author that I love and more people need to read her. Um, this is brother's best friend. It is Evan and hope. Um, they're in actually another Riker. Um, so Riker and Evan have been best friends forever and hope has always had a crush on Evan, like since they were little and Evan actually, like he has feel has had feelings for hope for a long time, but Evan and Riker were in the, the service together and Riker dies when they are overseas. And so but before they had left on this last deployment, like, but that Riker died, like Evan and Hope made the, like, basically said, like, when you come home, like, we're going to move forward. Like, this is like, we're going to be together. Like, and then Riker dies and life kind of implodes. And Evan has a lot of guilt 
and frustration and emotional like trauma from Riker passing away and hope is she's devastated because Riker was her best friend like in uh, like in everything and so they're both dealing with that emotional like distress of losing this man who is so important to them but Evan is dealing with so much guilt and chaos and there's J.E. Parker, like her books, they're so emotionally taxing. Like I just, I love them, but you have to be ready to, to ugly cry a little bit and also just be torn apart. Wow. That sounds really good. Really good. (laughs) It's really good. Okay. Becky. It is okay, your this is my final pick. pick. I saved this for last because I had two choices by this author and Leah made up the dumb rule that I can only have <laughs> one book I mean, by tell us how you an really author feel. on my list. And so she made me pick. It was like picking children. Like, I love my children equally and I love but these books. did I books. take your other one? No, no, you didn't. Oh. She has more Ooh. than one sibling best friend book. Okay. So my choices were either Edge of Chaos or Promise to Love You by Jay Salmon. And I went with the Edge of Chaos because... Oh, because you said you gave me Grace and Carter. Yes, I did. You're, so, I'm a nice you're so nice. <laughs> so Edge of Chaos by Jay Salmon. This is Brecken and Ren- Renna's story Rena is the sister to all the fritz doctors so she's the only female fritz she's the only female fritz so this book it's sister's best friend friend group age gap billionaire the sister freaks the fuck out that they're together you hate this she's a dumb bitch um (laughs) and no becky tells julie this all the time I tell Julie this all the time. She is the worst character ever. I hate her. Um, she's worse than that freaking Nico guy, is all I'm saying. Like, she's the fucking worst. Um, so, Brecken, her brother, he has stolen my heart. He had me swooning the instant he found Rena in the bar playing trivia and swept her off her feet. They have a steamy romp and then Rena walks away thinking that that is the very last time she will ever see the guy that gave her the best night of her life ever again. What I love the most was how they shared their secrets with each other to understand each other better and the connection and the power that comes from sharing their stories and being vulnerable in to each other in this story it is flawlessness because of their connection and how they communicate brecken truly sees rena for more than the persona she shares with the world and this story gosh i love all of julie j salmon's books i mean we all know it's been a year i do not shut up about them i keep telling you all to read them but the edge of chaos because of coming into this story and Rena's past troubles it is there's just such a beauty with these guys and if I had to tell you to only read one book by her I would read tell you to read this book well Anna introduced the Fritz brothers Anna introduces the Fritz brothers who are the bestest 
Um, awesome. Anyway, so that, that is our brother's best friend list. Uh, sibling's best friend. Sibling's that best friend. 20 books to read. And actually, some of them are on the summer reading thing. Yeah. Summer reading channel. They are because so you could there add are them multiples on here that are sponsor authors. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, so. yes, there are. Okay. So now we're going to let Heather stick around with us because she was so nice mm-hmm. to keep us under control and help keep us on task. Um, no, it was, it's not hard. She didn't have no. to be that much of a text. I didn't. Master. And there were no penalties assessed. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little sad that I couldn't assess any penalties. Well, because I didn't want to lose my 20 seconds. <laughs> I was going to say losing 20 seconds is like. But that's a lot. No, like I had to, I didn't have enough time, like 20 seconds. Less. I tried to be like prepared this time and went bullet points. Cause usually I just ramble and I went bullet points this time. That was smart. Well, and I work. was, I had like columns, but I forgot the brother or sister's name column. Oh, I didn't have this half the time. Anyway. Okay. So it's that time. For, for the book, book of, of the, the week. week. Okay. There's getting a new perspective because now she can see how ridiculously we right? look. I can. This like, we look very exciting. We look real funny when we do that part. We're so mm-hmm. ridiculous. But it's like week 7,085 of no We're echo never getting it. We're never, we're never getting, getting it. We've accepted it. So now oh, we yeah. have our our chaos when we do it's it. fine okay. so heather since you are the guest of the night what was your book of the week um my book of the week would be a uh, hard pass by brenda rothert and kat mazira it is book three in the st louis maverick series um it is so 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 good so i think sometimes third books in series can sometimes fall flat um and the series is pretty deep and emotional And I think this book is emotional, but not as emotional as the other ones. And it is so, so good. And I am a sucker for an adorable meet cute, as you all know. And I love their meet cute. And I love how it happens. And I just love these two characters. They are so great. This series that these two are doing, I mean, individually, they write amazing hockey romances, but together they're like magic and this series is so good i totally agree i read hard pass this week and that's actually why it's not my book of the week because i figured you'd probably pick it for yours (laughs) and it is so good and i highly recommend it to everybody it comes out um may 17th so it would have come out the tuesday after this episode drops I actually want to tell you, um, so brother, I read a really good brother's best friend that comes out this week and it is a brand new series. It is Alpha Mountain Man by Renee Rose and Vanessa Vale. It's a brand new series. Brother's best friend. I have that one on my Kindle. I haven't read it yet. Totally read it. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. Um, Leah, what was your book of the week? Okay. So my book of the week was The Bodyguard Next Door by Cynthia Eden. I mean, it's suspense. And everybody's real surprised by that. This is book 15 in her Wild Way series, but you do not have to read all of these books. They are standalone. So this book actually, she kind of mixed in the rom-com a little bit more with this one. And I'm not sad about it. So the they're next door neighbors. They live in an apartment building and you learn that they're, reasons that they're neighbors but 
they have this instant connection, but she friend zones him and he is not okay with it. He's like, I don't want to be in this fucking friend zone. And like his, like when he says fuck, it is always fucking fuck. Like he, he like doubles it every single time, but it's just, it's fun and it's sexy and it's engaging. And I just, I mean, I love suspense and I love Cynthia Eden. So, but she adds that like rom-com element into this one that she doesn't always have and it works really well becky how was what was your book of the week so my book of the week is act your age by eve dangerfield um she's an australian author and so this is takes place in australia uh so there is some slang and such like that so just so everyone knows um it is an age gap romance with daddy kink it is book one in her Daddy Dearest series. The word daddy is used 152 times in this book. And let me just say Tyler and Kate are freaking fire. Like hot, hot, hot. It was sexy and just what I needed to get out of a slump. They are co-workers. So they are nice. on a business trip and after a night at the bar nice. where she spends the entire night of the bar um flirting with these rugby players and he's just pissed about it and then he has to save her because she's making some dumb mistakes and just daddy so i mean if she's gonna make the dumb mistakes make them with him daddy that's all i'm gonna the say cover is pretty uh, oh the cover is gorgeous and it is. daddy i do like hundred and she's a good times. girl. Oh, is she? Oh, yeah. hello. Daddy. I have to. Uh, I'm just telling you. I do like a good well, okay. Daddy so book. it is not in KU. It is a purchase and I might, I can share it with you. So okay. you um, might have to do that anyway, daddy. Okay. So June drunk book club is going to be June 11th. And we are excited to be reading real by Kennedy Ryan. Also, Ms. Kennedy Ryan will be joining us for Drunk Book Club. So if you would like to join us for Drunk Book Club, you can find details on our website. It is a Patreon exclusive, but if you want to give us a try, just email us and we can set you up with that. Okay, so we would like to make a programming note. Please note for future programming. <laughs> um, Makes us sound so official. I know, right? The up for the upcoming summer months, we are going down to one quick shot of romance episode a week. Those will drop on Thursdays. We're doing this to allow some time for vacations and all those fun summer commitments we have. This is a great time for you, the listener, to catch up on past episodes or give some of your favorites a re-listen. Uh, with summer reading, we will be adding some additional events like Instagram and TikTok lives. And we have a few happy hours planned for the month of June and the month of July. And so um, it was just for the summer months. It was easier to just go down to one quick shot. I don't know if we're going to go back up to two in August or if we're going to wait till after readathon in September. That decision has not been made. But for now... For the summer months, just count on one quick shot of romance a week. Mm -hmm. um, okay, Heather, tell everybody what we're talking about next time, even though you won't be here, but you can tell everybody. 
Uh, it is Bookish Roundup Summer Reading Edition. We will be joined by Corset and Crown host ladies Sadie and Duchess Katie and share all the books that we cannot wait to read this summer. So I'll have to work on my list. I know I was doing that before we started recording this episode and I was like, oh. I'll have to work on my list and then I'll have to pare it down. Right. Because there's going to be so many bugs. So um, we also have some trope talks coming up. So make sure you guys uh, keep checking on our website some and check our social media because we will ask questions for book recs to go with some of our trope talks. And Heather will be back for our next trope talk in June. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Heather, Thanks, thank Heather. you so much for joining oh gosh, us. Anytime. Love it. Love to talk books with you ladies. It's one of my favorite things to do. How how much did we destroy your TBR with this episode? I mean, a lot, but let's be real. I know that my TBR is never going to get read. Right. Like ever. Like seriously, just bury me with my Kindle and my TBR. No. <laughs> like these are all the books she never read. <laughs> I, my friends You're... make fun of me because I have a backup Kindle. They're like, what do you mean a backup Kindle? I'm like, you know, just in case. Um, in case it dies. I yeah, just bought like... one. I just bought one this week because my battery is dying too fast with the latest update. And I'm like, I need a backup. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I use, that's why I have my phone and my iPad. Right. Just, but use our just... Amazon affiliate link to buy your backup Kindle. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. until next time, everyone. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at buzzing about romance or on Twitter at buzzing romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 